God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have to us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Apollo. Uh, we've got a big show for you tonight we have a lot of wins and we can be very happy about that because there's so much happening and so much dropping so uh we're gonna go through another case of absolute brazen fraud uh we will have linda zamora wilson joining us in a little bit uh and jeff o'donnell jumping on when he can but we've got the man of the hour and he's got a, a very very cool announcement so i want to bring on uh in just a moment, the man CanCon, uh, another one of our fellow Captain Obvious uh, warriors from uh, across the country. I'll just remind you before we do get started that we do have uh, our page ready. If you do not yet uh, use the ZStack protocol from Dr. Zelenko, uh, one of the legacies that he left us, please go check it out. You can go to zstacklife.com forward slash CDP. Uh, Make use of that. Stay healthy. Take care of yourself and your family. Uh, and, uh, you know, I wish you all well. So much is happening. But without any further ado, I'm going to bring on... That's right. His name's CanCon. I'll do the whole <laughs> screen. <laughs> Welcome. Am I supposed to do a pose or not? Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. Always a pleasure to be here with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And before we jump into some stuff, uh, I actually didn't ask you if you wanted to announce this, but if you do, uh, go ahead. I yeah. know you were just uh, giving some some really cool dibs. Yeah. So um, it, you know, I put it out on all my platforms now. So it's it's uh, it's officially unoffic It's unofficially official. Um, but yeah, I've uh, been asked if I will be a full-time writer for the Gateway Pundit, so uh, or you know, contract writer, whatever it is. I'm not sure exactly yet, but this is a learning process for me. But I'm now going to be uh, taking my talents over to the Gateway Pundit. Uh, I'm from South Florida, so the LeBron James thing is kind of a cool thing. But um, yeah, I'm really excited <laughs> about this. You know, this is going to be an incredible opportunity uh, for myself. You know, to start writing about the things that. Uh, the mainstream media just simply won't cover. And, um, you know, Gateway has been, you know, I, I talked about it in my locals uh, update today that if at the start of this, if I had to pick, 
you know, like the top three places I would want to land eventually if I was doing something not by myself. Uh, Gateway would probably be either number one or number two. So this is an awesome experience for me. I'm, I'm really excited about it. No, it is awesome. And I, I'm super pumped for you, and I'm excited to see your work there. So congratulations. Uh, wanted to make sure that, that you got the chance to announce that. Uh, but I'll let, you, uh, I'll let you jump in here. I know you sent me some, uh, <laughs> some screenshots that I can't believe yep. I'm looking at. We, just, we talked about this uh, this morning. Uh, so take it away. <laughs> Go ahead, King. Yeah. So, so on Sunday, I, so this past weekend, I was out in Arizona. My wife and I went out there because uh, we were doing some interviews with the auditors from the Arizona audit that took place in Maricopa County. And, uh, or the Maricopa audit, I should say. And I was out there doing some interviews. And um, on the way back home, I get a, a, an email from one of my listeners that says, dude, you got to see this. So, I, of course, I go and I check it out. And sure enough, in the state of Wisconsin, uh, excuse me, Michigan, there were, I think, at least two news outlets that published results to the primary elections out there. The only problem is the primaries are about a week and a half away still. So this is beyond bizarre that this happened. Um, this particular person reached out to the news agency, you know, via uh, direct message, and they said that it was a, a test that was being conducted by the affiliates. They, you know, followed up and asked what affiliate specifically, and they told us it was the Associated Press. So uh, there's interesting, um, you know, it's that's interesting how that happened. But the the, the key to all of this is um, that this is potentially a felony. You know, this is this is a serious serious thing when you have people that are, are you know trusted news outlets I, I use that term loosely trusted um but they're publishing results to, to elections which they're not supposed to do um and you know when you look at the, the the one you just had up with the governor's race you have five people on that list right there five candidates for governor the top one being tudor uh uh yeah tudor dixon who um she is a DeVos family, which is the Amway uh, family. It's the, the big hitters in Michigan, you know, probably the, the, the richest family in Michigan. Uh, it's Betsy DeVos, the former uh, Department of Education chair under the Trump administration, left on not so great terms, I guess. Uh, but they're funding the Tudor or they're backing the Tudor Dixon in this race. So you have Ryan Kelly, who we all know is persecuted. Um, the day that they started the January 6th hearings, he was arrested publicly, very publicly. Um, they've been wanting to confiscate his guns, trying to keep him in a negative spotlight. So you have all the all four of these candidates. Now, say you're Kevin Rinke, right? And across Michigan, your local news is reporting that Tudor Dixon won the race by 47%. And Kevin Rinke, you're in third place at 13%. So you've just now disenfranchised anybody that saw this and thought, well, Rinke has no shot at winning. So I'm going to just, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bother voting. So, you know, that's where the influencing an election aspect of this kind of comes into play. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought that up because you first look at this. And so the obvious questions, especially if you've been following, you know, this nightmare of a whatever you'd call an election system, uh, this political game, you say, OK, well, there's a lot of questions. Is where did this test come from? How are they how are they populating this? Uh, what system are they using? How did this come out in the first place? Why are they using real candidates' names? But then that's the other question that I think some people overlooked is if they did do this accidentally or not, and I, I'm not really sure if it is accidental, uh, given exactly what you just said. This is a very easy way to kind of psyop the American people in Michigan 
uh, if they did choose to do that. And we know from you know past history, they're certainly not above doing that. Yeah. Well, and you do. Those are those are excellent questions, and those I, those are questions I asked in my article that that was published by Gateway on Monday. Um, you know, how did these results come about? And you know, one can say, well, you know, you're they're just testing the system, so they input these results. Well. Let's back up here for a second, because now you've just admitted that you can just willy nilly input results, mm -hmm. you know, and, and when you think about that, they'll say, well, you know, there's there's uh, as in terms of election night, there's ballot records, there's cast vote records, there's all these records that we can't see. We can't get a hand recount in Michigan. We can't get, uh, you know, they, they, they say we did an audit in Michigan. Well, they audited 19,000 ballots out of 5.5 million. You know, so that's uh, I think it's a little less than 0.3 percent. I'm not sure the exact number off the top of my head, but, it, you know, it's 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 laughable. Um, and so you have all these questions now. Where did these numbers come from? How did they come about? Why is it that, you know, I was listening to Justin Barclay over on uh, 106.9 Wood. Uh, he's a Michigan, a great Michigan, um, you know, uh, radio host over there. And he was talking about this yesterday or the day before. And he said the Tom, excuse me, the Peter Meyer john gibbs race is 75 25 in favor of peter meyer now you may remember peter meyer he voted to impeach trump in the second impeachment the january 6th impeachment and so you know he's got the rhino label and all that um i don't know enough about his politics in michigan to say one way or the other what he is but what i do know is that um justin barclay said that and he's on the ground in michigan like that's where he lives that's what he he does and he said he feels like those numbers should be reversed. So when you put that out there and it's 75-25 and you got uh, somebody saying that the, he feels the numbers should be reversed, that in itself is kind of telling if, if, you know, if you know what I mean. But even yeah, further, absolutely. yeah, so even further, Justin uh, Barclay today broke that Fox 17. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I can't even say this with a straight face. I can't even say this with a straight face. Um, if, if yeah, yep, that was today. This is this is real, hey, everybody. Like, <laughs> and uh, actually, I want to see. Is this identical? Uh, I didn't. I didn't look to see if it was. If it was yeah, exactly it's the identical. same. It is. Yeah, it's identical. Yep. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> So I, I want to. I just want to be clear here. So they've uh, now a different news outlet has released the same identical, uh, you know, test results uh, for the same candidates, a different day. So I mean, this begs a question: If this is a test, let's just pretend that this is a test. This is a test of their system. So again, I would like to know how they're populating this uh, and what they're using, and how did a different outlet get the same exact results in this in the i mean I, i'm it's not like the answer is actually gonna gonna come out because this is all bullshit but uh can you pull up the, uh, can you pull up the secretary of state's fact check to this oh i would love to oh absolutely i think i sent that to you before the yeah. show oh yeah <laughs> okay, yeah so, fact check right. supposed results of results Will you make sure we quote results of the upcoming Michigan primary election on Google are the result of a testing error by a media organization and are not true. This is from the Michigan Department of State's Twitter. Okay, let's let's stop there first and foremost. Nowhere in my article did I ever claim that these are the actual results. So I ne you know it's not like I was saying, "Hey, Michigan put these out there and these are the results. It's 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 
he already won, you know, or she already won in case of Tudor Dixon. She already won. I never, ever said that. Uh, and I'm not saying this is necessarily a fact check of me, but I, I, my article is the only one I've seen. Nobody in the mainstream is covering this. But then it goes on to say, look at the bottom here. Supposed quote unquote results of the August 2nd Michigan primary election from WWMT TV3 appearing online and in Google search results are not real. No votes have been counted in the election. When contacted, the DOS WWMT representative said that the news channel was running tests that news media routinely conduct ahead of every election to ensure accuracy on their own website pages when the site was accidentally made live. Okay, now there's so much in that one sentence right there. First of all, um, how are you ensuring accuracy on your own webpage unless you're running an election to ensure accuracy? All you're doing is publishing numbers and, and seeing if the numbers populate on the screen. That's it. Because unless you're running an election, how are you, uh, what is the process that you are determining the accuracy? And then the other big question, uh, it, can you pull that back up real quick? The, the other big question there is it says it was accidentally made live. How do you I, look? I'm not. I'm not a. You know. I'm not a tech guy. I'm not a tech genius. I've designed a couple websites. <laughs> I don't know how you accidentally make something live. Like there's usually a prompt after you click it, and it says, "Are you sure you want to go live now?" And at at some point, you got to realize, like, "Oh crap! I just made this live. Let me take it down real quick." No, it stayed up for hours. <laughs> well, I mean, you've raised a good point. I mean, I'm so I'm not a tech genius either. Uh, I have got involved with this and I figure out whatever I need to figure out. But I mean, even when we're publishing a, like a live stream on rumble or on our site, I mean, very simple stuff. I have to click several times to make sure that I want to publish something. So how yep. are these large networks accidentally publishing this two different networks and they accidentally publish a test? And I mean, the, the whole thing is just such, it's such ridiculous garbage. I can't even believe that they're trying to tell us this, that there's nothing to see here. And then they did it again today. Like they didn't even learn their lesson. And by the way, it wasn't just WWMT channel three. We're not picking on them. I think it was also up, uh, you know, I don't know the, the exact channels, but there was a couple other news networks that, that had the same thing up on Sunday. And then today we see Fox 17 put the same thing up again. Like, dude, all right, so the, another aspect to this is that the same thing happened in, Mich excuse me, in Georgia before their May 24th primary. They released the same thing. There it is. So they released it in Georgia ahead of time as well, and it showed Raffensperger and Kemp won. Again, this is election uh, interference. This is, you know, unjust uh, influence over an election. But here's the thing. Like, I, 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 when I was in the Marine Corps, if you had somebody that messed up in another platoon, like a whole company, okay, you got a whole battalion company, whatever you want to call it. If you had somebody in a platoon that messed up and did something stupid, like a negligent discharge with a weapon, you spent the next like month going through reevaluating re weapons training. Every single Marine would go through the same exact training to make sure that you didn't do that same thing again. And so now when you have something like this in Georgia, and it, it, it happens and it's like, what the crap happened? Associated Press was involved in that as well. And the lesson should have been learned. There should have been some sort of um, remedial action that was taken to ensure that this didn't happen again. And instead, here we are two months later and it happens in Michigan. Okay, no, no big deal. It happened again in Michigan. This time we're gonna get it corrected, right? We're finally gonna fix it this time. And then two days later, 
the same state, they do it again. You can't make up the, 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 the like, just throw it in your face. No, no. I mean, so just, just so everyone knows, this is a, this is basically how I feel watching this. Like when I, I'm seeing this all happen live and they're, they're putting it on the news and I feel like I'm watching some outtake of like, you know, of a, uh, of Frasier or something. Like it's so, it's so unbelievably ridiculous. Uh, and it, it's like the same story when they have all these, these vote totals that don't make sense. When you dig in the Dominion machines. Okay. So instead of having a, you know, a voting system that we can just be confident in that actually works, uh, that would be cool. But th what, what do they say every time? Ah, uh, yeah, some, the system where there's some error and something got switched around and that completely explains away all of the, uh, all of the nonsense that you're seeing. But we asked Dominion and they came in and they said, no problem, we're going to take care of it. It was just a, it was a little error uh, that just happens to happen, at, you know, every election. And, uh, and now, like, what, the same thing here? The, these hugely funded uh, networks with apparently a testing system that clearly we can't have that much uh, faith in. It's just the same thing, right? Just, oh, it, it, was, it was an error. We're going to take care of it. Uh, don't worry about all the felonies. Don't worry about all that. Well, and not only that, again, the same thing you said. Can you pull that fact check back up real quick? Uh, the one from the Secretary of State? Yeah, please. And so, so getting back into this, because what you just said is spot on, but look, look at the rest of the stuff they said. They said news media often test their web pages with sample data ahead of elections to ensure they will function properly on election night. Um, you know, this is news to me that they did this. I, I, I figure you got to make sure that it works somehow, but to just, you know, put in whatever you want with actual candidates names, you know, why aren't they using like John Doe, Jane Doe, you know, John Smith, Jane Smith, you know, that kind of stuff instead of real uh, uh, you know, candidates, but listen, to, listen to this last paragraph. Online sites that regularly spread conspiracy theories, misinformation, <laughs> and other falsehoods have unsurprisingly seized on this as evidence of something nefarious when it is nothing more than human error by an organization that has nothing to do with election administration. Oh, thank God, human error. Oh, now I feel relieved. Oh, the human error and the conspiracy theory websites. Um, you know, I'm sure one of them is probably they're, they're talking about Gateway Pundit here because uh, that's where the article originated from. I think, you know, that, you know, that's I think that's where it came from. Uh, and, and so I just I find that incredibly insulting that they uns we unsurprisingly seized on this evidence of something nefarious. I mean, I, look, I don't know what the hell you call it, but when you have this happen in Georgia, Michigan, and then Michigan again two days later, and those are the only two states that have had a mass, uh, well, we don't know about Michigan yet, we'll find out next week, but there's been a mass, you know, refute of, of the, the MAGA first Trump, America first Trump endorsed candidates. How do you not think something nefarious is going on here? You know, in, in, my, in, my, in my, show, my show this morning, I made a, uh, I made a comparison. I said, you know, uh, this is the comparison of if you were married and you had a spouse that like did something really stupid, like had an affair or something stupid like that. Well, you thought they did, you know, they, they came home really late one night and you're like, I think you were out cheating on me. And they're like, no, 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 I wasn't out cheating on you. And, um, you know, you turn around, you, you forgive her and you say, okay, but you, you're on, you're on thin, thin ice, you know, be careful, you know, whatever I, your trust is, is whittled a little bit. And so then, you know, a month goes by. And she comes home again at four in the morning and you're like, 
Why are you coming home at four in the morning? Nothing happened. This is what I feel like. We just came off the November 3rd, 2020 election. That was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. We still have zero answers for it. Trust us, trust us, trust us. And then we run into this, what we're seeing in Georgia, Michigan, and Colorado too. Well, and again, I find it fascinating that the exact same uh, excuse that they were giving for all the you know voting machine irregularities, it was human error. Don't worry, guys. It was just human error. Always. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank uh, man, these humans really, really should be more like Dominion. Uh, but we do have uh, we have our our uh, our next co-host, Captain Obvious. Uh, we have Jeff O'Donnell here with us. Uh, so I'll uh, and oh Jeff Jeff is he showed up for the occasion. Uh, welcome, Jeff. <laughs> Hello. Hi there. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> I like your haircut, I'm ready. Jeff. All set. All set. Thank you. Thank you very much. You can't be too careful. You know, these days. Uh, th- <laughs> thank you very much, Jeff. Uh, this color paint is tinfoil, Jeff. I-, I kid you not. The color code is tinfoil. So you've got the hat. I've got the whole room. There we go. We're all set. <laughs> uh, we are all set. So, Jeff, uh, I'll, uh, I'll turn it over to you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we just uh, went through... Uh, another, you know, another one of these tests where they released the uh, the Michigan primary race, and I know we want to get to what happened with uh, Linda Wilson, uh, but they did this again. Uh, you know, very, very surprising. Secretary of State, don't worry, they fact checked it. Uh, you know, the conspiracy theorists are just seizing on information. It was all human error, nothing to see here. So I don't know. What do you think about that, Jeff? I mean, this this happens every damn time. As, as, has, as has been pointed out. And uh, it's happened too often to buy the whole, uh, oh, you know, it's just an accident. Uh, accidents are something that happen and then you try not to ever do them again. Uh, the fact that this happens over and over again does lead me to believe that it's, it's intentional. You know, that's my, that's my assumption. And I, I don't even know entirely for sure uh, what they get out of it, unless it's maybe a little bit of suppression, uh, because these these, it's interesting. Every time that I can think of that, I've seen one of these show up. Uh, the numbers they show is always like the 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 richest fantasy of the left, like you know, the numbers that they hope it's going to be, and it makes you wonder if it, if, the, if it isn't to try to just demoralize the other side a little bit by uh, by just showing these numbers because. It, it doesn't. It doesn't take much to make a voter stay home if they're on the fence. You know that. Like seventeen yeah. percent in Wisconsin. Remember that in twenty twenty. Hmm. Yes. So you know, excuses don't don't fly uh, because it happens. Uh, it happens so often. It, you almost expect it. It's like, uh, where, where's it going to come from this time? Who's going to do it this time? Uh, we have a, a incredible crisis of confidence in our elections. I'm Captain Obvious here, uh, of course. Um, it it amazes me that that they, that even you know the, the people let's you know let's say the people out there who, who weren't involved in in the steal of 2020 and, and and maybe are trying to to do a good job. Uh, if it was me, I would be doubling down during this election uh, season now. To, to make everything as, as perfect and as uh, unquestionable as possible. 
I even predicted that. I thought that, that, that even the even the bad guys would probably do a better job hiding their tracks in the primaries just to, to try not to throw more fuel on the fire. And I had to admit, I put my hand up on this, I was wrong. This has been a mess of a primary season from coast to coast so far. A mess. Can I can I ask a, a question of you, Jeff, real quick? As, sure. as somebody that is, that is tech savvy, how difficult with a with a with a corporate website like these? How difficult is it to check all this data without putting it live? Like, is that, is that gross? This. Let me answer your question by asking a question. How many times do you see other tests they do to test their system accidentally pop up on the screen? How often not, do not you often. see, oh, here's, here's our test of, uh, of our weather, or here's our test of our whatever system. The only time you see this happen is with the election results. Uh, you know, I'm sure somebody out there can find one or two times in history that it happened, but it, 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 it's, it, there's no comparison. No, it's laughable. Yeah. It's truly, it's truly laughable, and not because it's funny, uh, but yeah, you know, because they expect us to to buy this. Um, and we should have uh, we should have Linda coming on soon. But I do want to want to get to this uh, before we uh, get too far in the into the show. So uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we had just as we had absolute unbelievable fraud, and I'll put up these images that I got from. Uh, from your website, Jeff, of uh, the race, the primary here in Colorado. Uh, I'll just cycle through a, f uh, a few of these. This is supposedly real-time reporting uh, from, <laughs> yeah, th this is real-time in batches. This is the Republican governor race uh, in Colorado. You have Ganal and Lopez there. Uh, here is the Secretary of State's race. And so here we see Anderson, O'Donnell, and Tina Peters. No relation. I know there's no relation. No there, relation. Jeff. Uh, I'll make sure to add that for your sake. And then uh, here we have uh, Garfield, where we have the notorious uh, Garfield flip that occurred as well. And uh, so I want to put up a couple images from, uh, and actually I'm going to put up the Gateway article because they did a great job at breaking this down. Uh, what happened in Linda Zamora's race is unbelievable. Um, so let me put this up real quick. So... I'm just going to run through it here. Uh, Linda Zamora Wilson had a ton of support, uh, did a great job in her race without, uh, without raising a lot of money. She's running against the incumbent, Paul Lundin. And uh, so let's just uh, walk through exactly what happened. If you guys want me to stop at any point, go ahead. Uh, but so at 8.12 uh, p.m., she had a great lead over Paul. She had 15,385 votes, and Lundin had 6,675. So she's double him. Uh, here are some of the results that were from, from Fox. That is, you see the, the screenshot there, 812. Um, so she's up 69%. Uh, I, Apollo, real quick, I think it's important to, to mention that she sure. won, she won the, um, the uh, Republican convention in Colorado. Yeah, by, by a good lead. Yeah, yeah, she well, did. No, well, not, not she won fifty-two oh, well, no, forty-eight. Yeah, she, yeah, you're right. Sorry, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't huge, but she did win. But at that point, she was still a relative unknown. And Lundin has run the last uh, eight years. The last eight years, he's never been challenged. So, 
for somebody to come in relatively unknown and, and win 52-48 over Lundin is a huge rejection of Lundin, in my opinion. It's, it's a rejection of him more so than, than, uh, than Linda, Linda Wilson because they don't know who she is yet. And finding out who she is, I don't see how you don't like her. I mean, she's a, a really good candidate. I've been reading about her all day today. Uh, so that, that's important to, to preface these numbers. Yeah, yeah, and thank you for pointing that out. And in El Paso County, I mean, she, you know, those are most of the people that we've spoken to. Uh, she has a ton of support. Everybody supports her. Um, so we go on a little bit further in the night, and now getting on to uh, 9 o'clock, and here we have 69.51% to Lundin at 30.49%, and they actually called the race. Fox News reported that she had won. And uh, can anyone guess? I know we're going to be Captain Obvious. Anyone guess what happened? Shocking. Oh, I know. Hmm, hmm. Yeah, so what happened is suddenly uh, the numbers flipped. Uh, it could be something similar to what we saw in the Garfield flip. Uh, the numbers went back to about an hour earlier, except the candidates were reversed. So now Lindine is up. 15,385 to Zamora Wilson, 6,675. So I'm, I'm not the tech guy, so I'm gonna let, I'll let either one of you jump in here. How exactly does that happen? <laughs> it, uh, it, 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 I can it play the Jeopardy music. Horrible. And uh, it, it's it's you know, I'm at a loss for words uh, every time I see a particular thing. Uh, it, if you look at the, report, the election night reporting that was uh, reported, uh, it, it basically shows uh, what, what it, it shows Lundin in the lead way. So you have a disconnect there. The question is, if that information was being set and ended up in the New York Times, how did other media get the numbers flipped? The fact that the uh, flip happened in Garfield, and we're calling it the Garfield vote drift, by the way. I think that's the official term now. Ah, uh, my apologies. Um, <laughs> vote drift, yeah. It's like time drift only with votes. Um, people from Colorado will get that reference. The uh, I'm not uh, from Colorado, and I get it. <laughs> uh, but I guess the only thing more shocking than what you've shown is that to my knowledge, there's been no official explanation. Am I correct about that? Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the understanding that I have, is that they have not given us a good explanation, uh, nor do I think they intend to. Uh, but if we can uh, if we can pause real quickly, we actually have uh, Linda Zamora Wilson on the phone. So I'm going to uh, let you introduce yourself. I know uh, we only have you by phone, but Linda, thank you for coming on. Can we hear you? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, you bet. Thanks for having me. So, uh, just so you, you know, uh, there's a feedback too. So I'll try to disregard it. Okay. If yeah, you it's happen probably, to hear me, it's just uh, on your better. side. <laughs> okay. No problem. No problem. Uh, but I'll let you uh, uh, first just introduce yourself briefly. We we're just talking about what happened on the night of the primary and how you had this spectacular lead and suddenly the votes rolled back an hour and now uh you know Lundin is is winning somehow two to you know two to one just about 
Um, so I know that you've been fighting really tirelessly, and we've been working to make sure that uh, you could raise the money for the uh, for a recount. But uh, I'll I'll turn it over to you, Linda. Oh, okay. Thank you. So um, my name is Linda Zamora Wilson. I'm running for state senate district nine here in El Paso County. And during the election, just as you had mentioned, uh, I had a lead as in regards to Fox 31 News. And there are screen captures of at 8.15, I believe, 8.15, 8.12, and then at 8.50 where they had given me the win. They, they called me as the winner. And uh, I think it was about later on, around 10 o'clock at night, those numbers flipped again. And that's just in regards to election night. Yeah, and it's... Uh I mean, number one, it's just disgusting. Uh, we saw several other candidates, Tina Peters, uh, and and others that I, I I can't logically describe it as anything other than brazen fraud and you know stealing and uh, circumventing the will of the people in order to st install their you know their little uh, Zuckerberg Soros agents there. Um, but I know that if you want to fill us in a little bit on the recount and uh, what you expect to find from that, I know we had you on uh, earlier in the week, but uh, Jeff and CanCon, if you guys have any questions or anything, feel free to jump in as well. Yeah, but, but All real right. quick. Well, before, first of, before, first, go ahead, Jeff. Uh, no, this, this, is, this is Brian CanCon, but before we, get, before we go into the recount, have they given you any explanation for the flip? No, they haven't. I mean, aside from it's a uh, fat finger, that's that's all, basically all the night, explanation though? that you hear. So human error? Is that the that the excuse? Right. You're saying human error? Huh. Yeah, yes, human error. And of course, the uh, the graphs that Jeff O'Donnell had done on in my race, it has that familiar step-looking function. Um, where there's no variation as we proceed in time. And, of course, the opposition can explain that away also. So I'm actually, uh, you, you, can, you guys can keep talking. I'm actually going to, right now, uh, while we're live, uh, I'm going to pull up this site, and I'm going, to, uh, I'm going to pull up those results through your site, Jeff. Uh, but you guys can keep talking uh, while I do this. Okay. So in... in even though we have obviously the the screenshot of the flip, me, first of all, me leading, and then it it does flip, and we have just grass. I still want people to focus on the overwhelming evidence of election irregularities. I mean, there's mounds of evidence. Whenever I hear there's there's no evidence, there is overwhelming evidence. And four big ones are obviously the uh, SISA report that happened that came out on the 3rd of June. That's the Cyber Security and Infrastructure Security Agency, and they found at least nine vulnerabilities in the Dominion system. We also have the, the movie 2000 Mules that came out, which talks about the ballot stuffing. We we have the MESA reports, one, two, and three, that describes about the machines and also through the U.S. Election Integrity Plan, which I was a part of, worked with Data Jeff, and we show 8% or 
irregularities just in the process. That doesn't have anything to do with with the machines at all. It's just the process. And we knocked on over 9,000 doors. So when you talk about statistical significance, that's just that just blows it out of the water when you talk about 8% irregularities in the process. So we have issues in the process, issues in the machines, issues in the ballot harvesting. So when you hear people say that this is the gold standard, it's, it's a farce. It's a complete farce. I, I can't think of a better way to put it. I mean, and I, I was very familiar with the, uh, with the Colorado, Colorado canvassing report. Um, again, they did a, a very, very thorough job and were very careful in making sure that that data was accurate and that they could consider it statistically significant. And again, falls on deaf ears, nothing to see here. Uh, and I, I didn't see any explanation of that either. Right. Right. In fact, I went and provided testimony when SB 22153 was being jammed through legislature. I, I provided testimony, and you can go through with my credentials. My credentials, I have a PhD in economics, uh, a master's in mathematics, a master's in international economics, and a master's in education. I've done data analysis. I was senior economic advisor at the Pentagon, and I can tell the legislature my credentials and then tell them my assessment and then back it up by the, the key four data reports that I just mentioned. And the, it's just astounding that the response that I hear from especially the Democratic side is they they totally disregard it. They say there's no evidence. And I had one legislator, I just, I couldn't believe it, but she mentioned, I can't remember her name, but she proceeded to say, I understand what it's like when your politician doesn't win and took it on a thread of how it feels to lose. And I'm, I'm it was just so frustrating because they're not even listening. They're totally dismissive. And here we have these this mound of evidence, and they they pushed it through. If I can, Colonel, uh, was there project here about the race? Uh, forgetting the the inexplicable flip between the uh, results, even looking at, uh, at at what Apollo had up there a minute ago, to believe the results that are reported by the New York Times are the updates. You would have to believe that the first about 21,000 votes came in that were over, over two and a half to one, uh, Lundin, that the first 21,000, and that the next 10,000 votes that got counted were about 50-50. Uh, right, and that's the same thing with the Ron Hanks, too. Yes, absolutely. And I don't believe that. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's amazing, you know, in in our assemblies, and when I say our the the, the county, state, um, and congressional, it's the grassroots <laughs> just blew it out of the water. And I won the assembly. I had only put my name in the hat five days. I announced five days before the assembly, and I beat Lundin fifty-two percent. To his 48%. Um, the people are upset. The people 
uh, want better leadership. The people want people that are willing to defend our Constitution. And I was in the military, served 25 years, defended the Constitution, and when after I saw what had happened with the 2020 election, uh, it doesn't matter if I retired, uh, I still have that passion and more so than ever, we need people that are willing to defend and protect our Constitution. Amen. Amen. So Colonel, I know you have something, you? Can, can go ahead. Yeah, I want to I wanna know, um, first off, I'm sure with a degree in economics, I'm sure you can tell me what a recession is, so maybe you can advise uh, the, the, uh, the guy occupying the White House right now what a recession is. Um, but but I, I, on a serious note, I wanted to ask you if you had any internal polling, um, you know, on your race and, and what you guys were seeing in terms of, of that. I don't have internal polling, but I will say that for over three weeks, I was canvassing. I was knocking on doors. Uh, I know I knocked on over a thousand doors, um, mostly the Republican and unaffiliated voters. And I tell you, the response that I had, I would say about 80% receptive, supportive from the people. Mm. They, when, when I presented what my platform was, they, the overwhelming majority was, I have been looking for someone that's that stands up just for exactly what you have mentioned and what your platform is. Um, there, but there's, the people are really confused because there's so much information um, that's confusing. And, and I tell you this, when, when the top line candidates were campaigning, it was resonating with the people. The constitutional grassroots candidates and the establishment saw it and they started taking our um, labels as <laughs> constitutional and grassroots. And I'm laughing because uh, our county clerk and recorder started, I saw a flyer of his that said he was grassroots and, and constitutional. I'm like, man, you've been in politics for a long time. He's, he's turned out of, uh, at the county clerk and he's rotating now to treasurer and it's, yeah, it's just amazing. So I don't, just to answer your question, no, I don't have an internal polling, but based on what I saw knocking on over a thousand doors, the people are, this is what they want. And especially yeah. election integrity, especially um, want conservative policies in our economy. Obviously, people are being really impacted by the, by the economics. Yeah, well, I was telling Apollo before we went on the show here, he was reading about your article to, to kind of preface this. And I, you know, I said, I said, you missed a really important part of this. And that was that you won the, the, the prime, uh, excuse me, not the primary, but you won the convention uh, 52 to 48. And you, at, at that point, you would only put your name in the race for about two weeks. Um, so I don't even know how much campaign you were actually doing. And, and to me, what that says is that that is a, 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 a refutation of, Lundeen as the incoming, you know, the, the, the incumbent who has run unopposed for eight, eight years now. 
Um, that to me was was them rejecting him. So then from there, it was your race to win. And I've 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 been reading about you all day since I saw about this race this morning. And um, you absolutely uh have what it takes to win over the grassroots military service incredibly educated uh you know grassroots i i think fundamentally and that, that you were overwhelmingly popular in el paso and to take it a step further you know looking at the tina peters race they don't even hide the fact that that they're out of touch with what the gop in their state wants because you know they put this pam anderson in front of in front of uh, Tina Peters out here and literally what that's telling the people of Colorado is that the GOP out there opted in for Zuckerbucks for more CTCL money and and you know somebody that was on the board of directors for CTCL over the America First candidate the the election integrity candidate the grassroots and it, it's just it doesn't happen I'm, I'm telling you right now it, it's not it's not the way it is right and anyone who spoke um Promoting for election integrity, none of us got on on the ballot. I mean, as far as winning the the primary, and there, I really, I when I jumped into this race, I knew that politics is dirty. But I tell you what, I thought the biggest fight would be against the Democrats. I did not fully realize how how corrupt the establishment would be. And they're all um, endorsing each other. I know my opponent is endorsed by Wayne Williams, if you know that name, and Wayne Williams endorses him. Um, you can look up my opponent's Liberty score record, and that's a 66% lifetime score. And to me, 66%, that's, uh, that's not a good score. So 66% of the time, he's voting conservative. Uh, the people are, are tired. They're tired of people not having good representation. Well, you know, I just find it, just real quick, I find it obscene. And again, they want to continue to lie to us. And they, they, I think they really do just think we're stupid. And they don't care what we think. Uh, but we're supposed to believe what you mentioned about all the top-line candidates who, guess what, they all spoke out about election integrity. They all spoke out about the problems that we are having and that we have had and i'll just say you know what i believe and i think many many others do the absolute fraud that we are that we are you know being forced to be victim to uh and none of them none of them end up winning despite the massive grassroots support that they have despite the polling which now they don't want to give us despite the polls that the colorado gop refuses to hand over to vicky tonkins uh, which showed the opposite right. the opposite results of uh, what supposedly happened in the primary. I, I, I don't know how much more uh, of this fraud people are going to take. Yeah, that, and that's the, the, the big question, right? People are getting pushed into a corner, and at some point, when people have, they're in a position where they've got nothing left to lose other than... Uh, I mean, obviously, we're losing our liberties, but um, people are going to start responding, and not in a great way. That we've we've done it legally, um, and especially the the SB twenty two one fifty three that was pushed through that really uh, ties our hands as far as removing removing the power from the people. 
we have every right to see our elections, to count the ballots, to have transparency. Those are our elections. And we have every right to check it out and vet it out. And we don't. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you, IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. No, they don't want to give I it mean, to us. That and and your race uh, was was a total of like twenty two thousand votes. I mean, uh, Professor Clements and his wife Aaron Clements did that in in New Mexico for ten thousand dollars. They they audited all of that with a hand count and a full forensic audit. Uh, you know, out there in Otero, New Mexico. So, um, you know, <laughs> why can't we get this here? Like, you can't. Th this is what really aggravates me. And it's exactly what you were saying, Apollo. We're talking about a race where the whole time. Linda Wilson is winning, and then at the very end, after they've already declared the winner on Fox 31, because remember, the media declares the winner now. We learned that in 2020. The media declares the winner. So Fox 31 declared you the winner, and then they take it away. That, I mean, that in itself right there, every single alarm bell should be ringing. Those ballots need to be watched right now. They need to be under citizen watch, uh, making sure that nobody is accessing them. Um, this, this is... This is about as sticky as it gets right here. Yeah, and, right. uh, and, and not just that. I'm also concerned about the, the returned ballots that um, mm -hmm. came back as far as um, either someone didn't live there anymore. Those ballots we need to also um, aura and uh, investigate. As I mentioned, the, the Colorado canvassing report <laughs> That's part of the irregularities that happened. And then I know, for me personally, both my daughter and I, our party affiliation changed without our authorization. That's a crime, by the way. There's another, uh, I, I remember when I was going through the affidavits for that report, and we had a woman who, has, her husband had passed away 10 years ago. 10 years ago, and she was still getting his ballot, and she would take his ballot every election and take it to the clerk and recorder and tell them to remove him. And she continued for 10 years to get ballots for him. It's just astounding. It's just absolutely astounding. And again, just, you know, just one, one point that keeps coming up to me. If there, if everything is so on the up and up, why all the theatrics? Why, why, why make it so difficult to have any kind of transparency? We have problem after problem after problem after problem, and then human error, human error. There's, they're like they're parrots. They're like these little deep human error, human error. Trust the machines, and then, I mean, and now the, these recount races where, where you know, why why require all of you individually 
to have to spend tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a recount. I mean, are you, are you kidding me? So the taxpayers have been funding this. We've been funding our own, fraud, the, the very system that's been stealing everything from us. And then we want to have any accountability and they have to need to rob us of another, what, one, two, three million dollars collectively? I know they hundreds of volunteers that would love to get engaged and help with this count. Hundreds. Mm -hmm. the, the people want the truth. That's all we're asking for. And if you know the the establishment wins, then so be it. We were able to verify by by actually looking at the ballots, verifying the ballots, um, and we want every valid vote to count. But the thing is, there's a whole lot of ballots that are getting through that are being counted that aren't valid. Well, I find uh, I didn't know I didn't know when this uh, you know when this presidency took place that we were going to have Bidenflation applied to uh, you know to recounts and to volunteers to uh, you know to make that happen. So uh, we're learning every day. You know, I, I know we're not in a recession. It's not technically a recession, uh, but I wasn't expecting that aspect of Bidenflation. I don't know about you guys. Well, and we shall see, right? So um, as far as the process, uh, I quickly drove up to, to Denver right before, as, right before the show and uh, to drop off my, my request for a hand count. And I'm waiting to hear the response from the Secretary of State, see what that estimate will be to do a count. I'm sure they're going to give me the estimate for a machine count. Obviously, that's not what we want. And uh, we'll see where, where this leads. Jeff, do you have a question? Yeah, I just wanted to, I wanted to point out something interesting to, you know, to Linda that she probably knows. Uh, and it's, I find it very interesting that your, your opponent in 2021 was saying all the right things about the 2020 election and election integrity uh and you enter the race and suddenly that's not even one of his top three issues anymore uh i i i, I find that curious uh and and the media certainly helped uh paint that picture as the uh as the primary came you know uh, approached Well, I know that he's not for getting rid of Dominion. That was one of the biggest things that um, that differentiated us at the assembly. And of course, like I mentioned, he's endorsed by Wayne Williams. So, um, I mean, that says a lot right there. But people want to get rid of the machines. And, and he, um, when I started gaining momentum, I saw one of his flyers he was trying to state that he put forward legislation on election integrity, but not once did it ever talk about getting rid of the machines. It's cleaned up the voter rolls. Well, we all know there's, when it comes to election integrity, that's, that's just scratching the surface. That it's death by a thousand cuts with our elections, and we need to overhaul, overhaul the whole system. It just, we need to get rid of the machines. We need to go back to precinct level, hand count, and voter ID. If you look on my web, uh, website, 
I have nine steps of what I want to do with uh, uh, getting towards election and election. And your your website, website your it, website, it, Linda, is Zamora yeah, for Colorado. Correct. I just wanted to say, you're absolutely right. The recount has to be done. It has to be done via a hand count. And a hand count is not going to be enough. You need, you know, signature validation, re revalidation on all those envelopes, if all the envelopes actually even exist. Uh, because, uh, you know, what happens when you, when you hand count fake votes, often you just get the same results. Uh, so, exactly. you know, as, as I've been advising everyone, got to look at those envelopes, you've got to look at the entire process. Absolutely. And we're just looking for fair, impartial, and a uniform recount. Absolutely. Well, Linda, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, CanCon or Jeff, if you guys have any questions before uh, uh, before I I let her go. Uh, Linda, if you have any anything else that you want to share uh, before we close up, uh, please do that. Uh, I just want nope. my my thanks to all the volunteers for uh, Conservative Daily, for uh, Mike Lindell. I threw my name in the hat. I mean, truly, I was being called from God. And I I told God, uh, yeah, if you're calling me into this fight, you're going to need to bring people around me to support me. And, and that's exactly what he has done. I, I don't have a campaign team. It's all by volunteers, grassroots volunteers. Um, and so I, I just a shout out to the hundreds of volunteers, their support, their prayers. I truly could not do this on my own. And it really is a God thing. So thank you. You're very welcome. And thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for staying in the gap. And, uh, and I know you're, you're still working tirelessly. So... Uh, if you go to Zamora for Colorado, that's Z-A-M-O-R-A for Colorado.com. Uh, you can see her. Please support her. Please follow her. Uh, and I do believe we're gonna, we are going to need a lot of volunteers. Uh, thankfully, I don't believe many of them will be at the uh, Biden inflation rates that the Colorado uh, you know, establishment wants us to, <laughs> wants us to pay. But uh, Linda, thank you so much. God bless you. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely be in touch soon. Thank you. God bless you guys. God bless you. God bless. Good luck. We only lose if we give up. Yep. On a side note, Apollo, did you see uh, what happened in Maricopa today? No, just fill me in. With Stephen Richer. So uh, Stephen Richer put out a tweet uh, a couple days ago. Let me pull it up here real quick. Uh, on Ju July 7th, he put out a tweet saying, use any blue or black pen. Today, he put out a tweet that says, we will give all voters a special pen at voting locations. Please, please use this pen. Some other pens do not dry quickly and can cause residue buildup that eventually will gunk up the on-site tabulators and necessitates cleaning. So they've got these little felt-tep pens that are water-based. It's like a mini Sharpie, and they're like, vote on these. Now, granted, he has said if you bring your own pen, you'll be allowed to vote with that. But will it actually happen that way? I don't know. It's like Sharpie Gate 2.0. Remember? Sharpie Gate, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here we, yeah. Go again. Here we go again. Oh, boy. Well, hey, I'd love to see uh, human error, uh, you know, when, when this fails. 
<laughs> well, well, I'll wait for that press release. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I yeah, wait till we get back to elections, just being counting votes. Won't that be nice? That's a radical so thinking. That I think that's some extremist thinking no. right there, Jeff. I can't reach my tinfoil hat right now, but yeah, I, I understand. I do. Yeah, like I, I, seri- I seriously look at everything that we've gone through. Like you know, I tell people. I was actually just telling somebody the other day. If I could go back and take the blue pill, I probably would. And you know, just go back to like Jeff was saying, thinking that elections were just counting votes. And um, but now that I've seen it, it can't be unseen. It'll never go away. It'll never stop with me. And, you know, when you look at what's going on here, you just can't help but think that this is not only deliberate, but uh, I mean, it's obviously criminal. Um, and, and you just wonder how long has this kind of manipulation gone on? How long have we played the, you know, the balancing act? You know, let's get the conservatives in here. Now let's get the liberals in here. And the conservatives just fight to keep the liberals from pushing a little bit further. And every single time the liberals get a little bit more and they push and push and push to the left and the conservatives try and reel it back. It, it's, it's just so ridiculous how off base we've gotten. And, you know, I, I was I was listening last night, I was listening to a podcast with Marjorie Taylor Greene on it. It was it was Tim Pool and Marjorie Taylor Greene. And there was another gentleman that was on there, and I don't know who he is, but he's a progressive lefty. And, you know, he came on and said, I'm going to hate Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I know this, I know this. By the end of the show, he's like, I love her. I, I love you. I, I think you're incredible. You know, I think we agree, we disagree on some things, but overall, they agree on, on the way the country should be run. And, and that's what we need to get back to. And that's what they're preventing us from getting to because they're taking away the constitutionalists that would run this country. Liberal or, down, uh, you know, liberal or conservative, the constitutionalists are being weeded out in lieu of these uh, establishment swamp creatures that are, are one and the same. You know, a Democrat and a Republican in D.C., there's no difference between the two. And, you know, that's what we're up against right now. And if we don't fight against that, we might as well just give it up and become China, you know. You're absolutely right. And I think, and I, I'm actually, I'm really encouraged because what you're describing uh, is, I think, the breakdown now of the Mockingbird media and of this political establishment. We are seeing all of these institutions collapse because people are, they're starting to see the veil lifted, but they're starting to see through, uh, you know, the, the smoke and mirrors. And people are starting to realize faster than I've ever witnessed in my life. And you know, a couple of years ago, faster than I ever thought possible that, uh, you know, they label all these people as extremists and, you know, we're this and the Nazis and uh, they hate women. They hate, you know, all of this slurry of, uh, of character attacks to keep us, you know, barking at each other instead of just, you know, to not, again, not a call to violence, but turning the muskets forward. And just all of us standing as we the people and saying, you know, I don't really care if they're a man or a woman, if they want to vote Democrat. Uh, but there are some very simple lines that I think we can all agree on, which is we should have a fair vote. We should be able to afford to feed our family. We should be able to afford to travel. Uh, and instead, they want to give us lizards. Like, we vote for America First candidates. We want very basic constitutional principles upon which this country was founded, and we are supposed to, uh, to have at all times. Uh, we don't want our children groomed. We don't want... Uh, these criminals pour, pouring over our borders. We don't want our our society flooded with drugs. And it, instead they say, no, no, you will get the lizards that we tell you you may have. Like, that, that's where we're at right now. And people are starting to see through that. And whether it's on the election side uh, or whatever else it is, uh, people are just seeing their fellow citizens, their fellow Americans as people. And we want simple things. And 
it doesn't the rest of it doesn't matter it's just, it's deck tears on or uh, deck tears on the titanic at this point amen well said well i know we're over time uh guys but i'll i'll uh i'll give it to you uh brian i'll give it to you first and then i'll give you a last word jeff and uh then uh you know we'll pray together and um we'll we'll uh you know wake up tomorrow and fight another day in bizarre world well, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of gave my last word just there. You know, we're, we're, we're just we're steps away from becoming what we don't want to become. But at the same time, we're all uh, equal. We're, we're all well aware of what's actually going on. So, you know, it's our duty to make sure that we're holding them accountable. We're, we got to make sure that we're getting involved. You know, if you live in El Paso, Colorado, I would be at the uh, elections department right now. I would have a watch. I would literally have citizens that go there don't do anything you're not you're not there to be violent or anything just document it if anybody goes into that building document it because i'm telling you right now something bizarre happened in that in that colorado race to see a flip like that out of the blue uh it, it makes absolutely no sense and there don't there's too many things that happen around the ballots you know maricopa county the trucks go missing for a few hours when they're transferring them from the met tech to the to the to the auditors uh in georgia a door gets left open while the sheriff just happens to go out on a on a walk or for a smoke break or whatever and a door gets left open you know there's just too many strange things that happen and we need to start documenting all of these um and yeah so other than that we've got a lot coming out you know my arizona report's going to be coming out pretty soon the interviews i did out there so um, give me a follow, rumble.com slash CanCon. Awesome. And just before I, I give it to you, Jeff, I, what you just said is so important. And on the heels of this, uh, the 2,000 Mules uh, documentary, everything we, that we've seen, what you just said about just going there and watching, documenting, that is so important and it's so simple. We have, yep. if you think about just doing that, we have millions of investigative journalists. We have millions of poll watchers. We have millions of eyes on the ground who can uh you know just give us the citizen surveillance that we need in order to catch them up in their slip-ups and if we if we started doing that tomorrow not only what i i guarantee you we would see a lot more uh and a lot more would come out because there are so many of us and if you just want to seek truth and you have your eyes open and you want to be eyes on uh, we will see uh more shenanigans than i think anyone would realize um but it, it happens so quickly and uh just to uh, you know, we have we have this this hundred day plan that Joe's talked about based on the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. To give you an example of this, right now we are all right now we are enrolling you to do exactly that. We are enrolling you to be watchers, to be eyes on the ground, to be the citizen surveillance network that I think we truly do need. And I'll you know just to run down the numbers, we talk about uh, needing a hundred days. We really don't. We already have millions of Americans who are fed up, who are ready to stand in the gap. They just don't know what to do. So I ran these numbers because I wanted to be sure we could start with 10 people. And I know, I know we have 10. We've got Joe and I, you two, Jaza, you know, we've got 10. If the 10 of us went out tonight, we just got, off the, got on the phone and said, hey, I know two people who are tired of this. I know two people who are sick of the lies, who are sick of the corruption, who are sick of not having a voice because they want to give us lizards instead of candidates. We call two people and say, hey, are you ready to stand in the gap? Cool. Tomorrow, your job is to call two people, and you know if they're ready to stand in the gap, you uh, you bring them into the fold. We do that, and every single one of those people today it's ten, tomorrow it's thirty, next day it's ninety. How how long do you guys think until we have? Uh, and I'll use this number because I enjoy the historical uh, context. But 
3% of the population in the United States is about 10 million people, right? You think 10 million people would make a difference? If we do that, we all call two people, and those people all call two people day after day, in 14 days, we have 15.9 and change million people. I don't Absolutely. think anyone can ignore that. No one can ignore that. Nope. So, two weeks that's to take it. back your country. I'm just going to, that's, that's my plan. Uh, but Jeff, I'll give you a final word. Well, thank you for having me on. Um, I, despite everything, remain incredibly optimistic uh, for the reasons that, that you just said, Apollo, and also, you know, we have way more than critical mass of people in this country who are aware that our elections are not being, they're not what we think they are and what we thought they were when we were growing up and all that way past critical mass. And the numbers just keep growing. There is no coming back from this. Uh, I want to thank, I'll just use the generic term. I want to thank the bad guys who uh, continue to, uh, to give us evidence after evidence, even in this election. Thank you very much for, for not, uh, not hiding it uh, better than you are because uh, it's just the, the numbers are, are staggering uh, of people in this country. As I said, there, there is no going back from this. Uh, the, as I said to Linda, you know, the, the only way that we could possibly lose this war is if we decide to give up. And I certainly uh, aren't ready to give up. I'm, as I said, I, I see far more positive coming out than I do negative. We're taking the, uh, we're taking the battle to them now. And it's just going to keep uh, keep on going. So, again, thank you. It is my pleasure and my honor to have both of you on uh, and to be in this fight with you. Uh, I want to real quick, before we say our prayer, uh, just uh, put up where people can find you. I know there's other places, so feel free to fill in the gaps. But I know uh, CanCon, they can follow you on rumble.com forward slash CanCon. Uh, that is rumble.com forward slash C-A-N-N-C-O-N. And then, Jeff, you've got your awesome site with the uh, Drazabot, and that's magaraccoon.com, uh, M-A-G-A-R-A-C-C-O-O-N.com. Uh, if you want to go and find the Drazabot, you want the direct thing, and I do know because I have it memorized, you can go to magaraccoon.com forward slash primary results dot ASP. And that will bring you straight there. That's what I had up earlier. Uh, so, gentlemen, thank you. Uh, if you if you don't have anything else, I'd like to say a prayer, and then we'll all enjoy our evening. Father God, I just wanna I want to thank you for for as Jeff said, I want to thank you for thank you for the bad guys. Thank you for the work that they are doing, which is giving us the work for us to do. I want to thank you for all the revelations that we've had. I want to thank you for thank you for the the brotherhoods that we've built for the connections that we've made, for the great strides that we are taking and continue to take to restore our nation to the glory that it is meant for. I just pray for, I pray for courage, I pray for hope. We are winning on so many fronts and we are taking ground. And I just ask that we all stay forward of center of mass. I ask that we let go of any fear, we let go of any attachment to validation, that we let go of of caring what people say about us, of caring what they may call us, and that we just focus laser, laser focus on mission. And that mission is exposing the fraud, restoring our elections, giving our, giving our children a future 
that they can be proud of, that they can flourish, that our country may once again be a, a beacon of innovation and of productivity, a leader of the world. I pray that all those who are suffering under, under the gas prices and the food shortages and those that may come, I just pray that just as you have connected all of us so that we may work together, that we may form our alliances and our brotherhoods with those who are patriots, with those who are, who are mission-focused, who are intent and emboldened and relentless in restoring our nation and waking up our fellow brothers and sisters. I pray that those people who are suffering in the United States and abroad, that they're able to feed themselves, that they find food, that they are able to provide shelters for their family, and that we can all we can all still see and feel and share the joy that we have in this life, all the blessings that we have. And we wake up every day refreshed, blessed to have the time that we do with our family and the amazing people in our lives, and that we just fight for better, that we fight for what this country was meant for, that we all become the leaders that this country is waiting for, that we become the leaders, the the version of ourselves that we are meant to be and that we do so shoulder to shoulder forward of center of mass and that this year is the greatest revitalization of America of the American spirit of the constitutional values given to us by you God and that after this is all over we can sit back and have a beer and go on to on a more enjoyable, uh, <laughs> more more enjoyable uh, pursuits, we may do so together, and we may remember this time in our history and in our lives, as will future generations, as the embodiment of what it means to stand for you and to follow your will, and to raise up a nation and to raise up a people. We ask these things humbly in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Gentlemen, Brian, Jeff, I love you guys. Thank you for all the work that you're doing. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, Brian, I look forward to seeing your work on Gateway. Jeff, I look forward to everything that you do, uh, tinfoil hat or not. But uh, <laughs> uh, God bless you guys, and uh, have an amazing night and a great rest of your week, and I look forward to seeing you in the Gap and taking back America. God bless love it. Take care, guys. God bless you guys. All right. Well, that was an awesome show. That was a fun show. It was chock full of uh, of information. Uh, but we're going to keep fighting. I've said this a few times now, but we are never more than uh, two weeks, possibly even a few hours of taking back this country. We have the density. What we don't have is the density together. We have the numbers. We just don't have everyone facing the same direction and standing in the gap together. And that's all that we need. If you think about it, we've really already won this battle. The media blitz that they will continue to use, the fraud which they will continue uh, you know, to steal our elections, the lies that they will continue to push on us, the distractions, all of it is failing. Their coup, their attempt to take this country and make it into a hell on earth that only they can imagine, it already has failed. So I just ask you, get in the gap sooner. I just ask you, look yourself in the mirror and choose to be that version of yourself that all of us are waiting on. 
we have so much to be to be grateful for and we have so many blessings so let's remember them let's honor the fallen let's honor those who have sacrificed and let's make 2022 a year that will go down in history as the revitalization as the rebirth of the greatest country on earth and as the most pivotal and beautiful point in history where americans and people all over the world stood together for one common goal as we the people under god and end this agenda and i can't wait to i can't wait to experience it all with you so thank you for listening we'll be back tomorrow we've got some awesome stuff for you tomorrow as well make sure you do go follow uh jeff o'donnell make sure you follow cancon uh pray blessings upon both of them pray for zamora wilson uh, and all the other candidates and patriots and freedom fighters who are uh, all over this nation fighting for all of us we'll see you tonight enjoy your evening god bless you and god bless america if you want to watch conservative daily podcast we go live monday through friday at 10 a.m mountain time and 4 p.m mountain time you can find us live at conservative-daily.com on rumble on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word freedom to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.